0: I acknowledge that the land I work, live, and play on is the unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Mm. Are you someone that likes or dislikes oatmeal raisin cookies?
1: Mm. Depends what kind of mood I'm in, I think. I, I usually go for oatmeal chocolate chip because I'm more of a chocolate right. fiend, but I think oatmeal raisin, they're, they're okay. Okay
0: they're my favorite yeah yeah i love them so much i also really like gooey dark chocolate salt cookies
1: oh that sounds amazing yeah they're really good
0: like the kind you get at jj bean or Mm -hmm. at a taco fino has the coco diablo cookie and it's like
1: oh that sounds really good
0: it's like spicy and it has a bit of gooey chocolate in the middle oh wow it's awesome
1: oh okay i gotta go over there
0: yeah real quick they got a food truck as well so Maybe they'll come to you. Mm. Welcome to episode 62 of Van X Van. I'm your host, Doug Vandalay, and I'm joined today by illustrator, cartoonist, and award-winning graphic designer, Haley Boros. How's it going?
1: Oh, great. Thanks so much for having me, Doug. I'm excited to be here. Doing good.
0: No worries. No worries. So tell me about this graphic design award.
1: Oh, well, I, (laughs) I have a couple when I was doing graphic design for uh, smaller theater companies, there'd be like these competitions that would happen and there'd be, it was like a regional competition where they'd come together and have little plays and stuff like one act plays. And uh, a couple times my poster design won. So twice, actually. Very exciting.
0: And uh, how long had you been doing graphic design up, up at that point?
1: Oh, uh, let's see, about, I would say, a six to eight years, I think. So I think I've been doing graphic design now for at least 15 more years than that. Yeah, so a long time. Since cool. high school. Yeah. Yeah, a long time.
0: <laughs> uh, well, your work has uh, appeared in multiple comic anthologies. Yeah. Um, what have been some of your favorite to work on?
1: Oh, great question. I think my favorite to work on uh, might have been the Fairy Fire anthology. It was a uh, D&D 5e supplemental, Uh, so there would be a module in it as well as different monsters and deities and characters that you can interact with. And the basis is that it's like a fairy punk uh, drawings and stat blocks and that kind of thing. So I got to draw uh, two masks for the masquerade ball module. And I think those are my favorite because it was the, f- the first time I really got to use my iPad Yeah. when I got that uh, two years ago. So I was like really excited about that.
0: <laughs> what is fairy punk? Is that like...
1: Our, um, like know you know how steampunk is kind of a ma- a mishmash between like uh steam engines and kind of victorian victorian england, england? Yeah. it's kind of like that so either it's like steam inspired but also like fairies like really
0: so steampunk it's touched by the fae
1: <laughs> kind of and also if, do you remember the uh Oh, what is it? Uh, Lisa Frank from like the 90s. Did you ever encounter that in I Australia? I don't think that was
0: very big in Australia, but I'm aware of the cultural phenomenon. The, the like cultural trapper phenomenon. keepers. And yeah, stuff.
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Binders, uh, pencil cases, that kind of thing. So it was like very inspired by that as well. Like just the bright, bright colors. and.
0: Even if, it, if I was, I went to an old boys' school yeah. where we had like school branded pencil cases and backpacks.
1: What color were they?
0: dark navy blue oh boy yeah
1: <laughs> inspires no creativity whatsoever no not really no
0: <laughs> and they had our uh, our school crest on them and the 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 latin slogan deus dux doctrina looks you know
1: oh what does that what does that mean uh, i do it not means, speak latin
0: it means god is our teacher learning is our light oh <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i think uh uh fans of the network will will know jesse uh my husband also went to, to catholic he went to Catholic high school. I don't know what his.
0: Probably something was. equally terrifying. Equally, equally
1: terrifying, equally yeah. God fearing, as it were.
0: Well, my school was yeah. Anglican, so it was a bit different. A but, you know, right, yeah. it's like column A, column B. Who yeah, knows? Yeah,
1: exactly. A little from this, a little from that.
0: Back to anthologies. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you have a dream anthology to be featured in?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, I such a great question i think i want to be in an anthology that's like just dog stories like just stories about people's dogs or famous dogs i draw a lot of comics about my dog and you've met my dog so he has three legs his name's rusty and he is the best and i feel like anything with animals because i really enjoy drawing animals yeah people's pets and that kind of thing
0: yeah, ever do like a uh, rent and Tin sort of story?
1: <laughs> that would be great. Um, no, I haven't even thought about that, but that would be pretty cool.
0: Well, uh, yeah. ho- hopefully we can uh, see that sometime in the future.
1: Yeah, I hope so. That'd be awesome.
0: So you're on the board of directors for the Vancouver Comic Arts Association. Can you tell us a bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been on the board for um, about two years now um i was asked to join when um excuse me there was some transition happening between uh some older board members uh the older festival director and to like a new festival director and the entire time i've been the secretary so just been taking notes writing reports that kind of thing
0: what goes into organizing vancalf
1: that is like the biggest question ever (laughs) Um, a lot. So much. Uh, I, myself, I do a lot of the graphic design and whether I get to do that going forward um, as a contractor, like once my tenure on the board is up. Yeah, so I'm hoping that I'll be able to do the graphic design for the next couple years, but just basically getting sponsors for the show. Um, We've been really ramping up that, trying to um, get outside companies to support us and in return they can get uh, table space or um, their logo and links from our website to their own website like you know link sharing that kind of thing but yeah like I don't really help run the festival in the way that's like on the day of because usually I'm exhibiting yeah Uh, so I try to exhibit as often as I can like I've been doing it now for three I guess it'll be four years next year hopefully but I'm also helping with the curation process right now so we're going through uh as of December we're going through all the people who've applied for 2020 and it's like 550 people so
0: and how how many do you have to uh narrow that down to
1: Ooh, uh, about a little over 300 people
0: oh that must yeah. be tough yeah
1: it's really tough yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's the majority of the applicants are new applicants, which is really awesome. That's good. And we're actually accepting, like, you know, quite a few people. So that's really great that we can see new faces every year. Hey there, lovely listeners. I'm Talia Murdoch, and I'm here to tell you about my show, Everything Economics. Every week I talk about the world around you, specific social and economic issues, and dive into how fantasy realms would work in real life. That's Everything Economics on the Cave Goblin Network.
0: So you exhibit at uh, quite a lot of conferences, as well. Yeah. Um, always hearing you and uh, Jesse are off on on your way to uh, yeah to Emerald City or Rose City. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from Vancouf, what's your uh, favorite one?
1: Uh, the favorite? Oh that's... oh, that's such a hard question, Doug. Um, <laughs> I think hard hitting questions, Hard-hitting questions. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, uh, I think in terms of meeting people that I will probably never see again would be the small press expo in Bethesda, Maryland. So I flew across the country last year. No, 2018. I guess it's 2019 still. Yeah. uh, Across the country in September of last year. And everyone there was just so kind and nice. And that's really what the comics community has been for me so far. So that's really great. I had a great time there. I met so many people. They're like, You came from Vancouver, Canada? Wow. What an accent. (laughs) (laughs) This is wild. I but I think in terms of like small town kind of coming together for a convention would be um the Alaska Robotics uh minicon in Juneau, Alaska. I went there last year or last year and this year. And basically the cartoonists and writers and other creatives come together um, at the end of every April and we get to go camping in the woods in like these old, these older cabins sort of on a, not an abandoned camp, like summer camp, but it's in operation. And before that happens, there's this little mini convention on the Saturday and there's like, I don't know, 40, 40 people exhibiting, 50 people and they're just they're just all having a nice time and all the people from Juno just come through like all the locals and it's what, really what great.
0: What makes it a robotics convention?
1: Oh, um, it's the, that's the name of the company right. that sponsors it. They call themselves the Alaska robotics gallery, but they don't really have very many robotics. And I think that's really just the logo that they have is this little robot.
0: Do you, do you get people showing up that are um, I think disappointed so. that there aren't robots?
1: Maybe I think so. And they're, I haven't talked to anyone when I went there who was disappointed, but they were like, what's going on? they come in and they're like, whoa, there's comics in here.
0: Maybe you can do a, uh, a robot comic for them.
1: Oh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe
0: you'll corner that market.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I will.
0: <laughs> you produced a lot of zines. Uh, notably for me, the uh, the one you mentioned, well, sort of what you mentioned earlier, my dog mm. has three legs. Yes. Yes which is featured on a shelf here in the studio.
1: Yeah, I um, see it right now.
0: How is the process of working on a zine different from uh, working on a book?
1: Working on it as opposed to an anthology, like comic anthology. Comic
0: anthology or comic anthology or, uh, or your own story or anything. what, mm. what is how is, it, how
1: is a zine different? Mm, I think a zine is really more free-flowing, and there's, there's really only one, maybe two editors from what I've seen. And it's usually yourself, and you're just curating it yourself—the information, the story, the art. With the zines that I've done, a lot of them have either been collections of art, so more of an art zine than a comic one. But the one that you have is like kind of a little bit of both. Um, but I think, I think it's to, you know you can make it quicker as well because if you uh, fold or print and fold it yourself, then you can just mass produce it on the fly as opposed to waiting the production lead time for a book and having to order more books that kind of thing
0: so it's uh, a lot more easy to be independent yeah definitely uh tell me about carded
1: carded oh yeah yeah that was a while ago i uh i like applied an illustration for or for that show um and i want to do more gallery exhibitions next year i think that's my goal i want to try to looking to see if there's any sort of open space somewhere that I can exhibit, particularly my Inktober from this year. Where yeah. It was like my rusty uh, comic each day, him going on an adventure. But yeah, Carded, it was, it was a really interesting exi- exhibition where uh, the organizers took art that people submitted and they published them on trading cards Um, And you could buy them in packs of six or like you could buy all of them. But it was really cool because people would get random packs and then they'd like stand around in the gallery and trade them and try to get their favorite artists work. And the artists had their own. They had like, I think it was 30 or something. You could just give out your own to people if you stand by your work and you're like, this is my art. Anyway, that's what I did because it was pretty exciting to be in an exhibition that wasn't a university one. (laughs)
0: Do they still do that?
1: I think so. Yeah, I haven't really participated in literal years.
0: It sounds like a fun project. I know I get uh, hooked on opening packs with uh, Magic the Gathering.
1: Exactly, and, yeah. And it was line. it was cool because you could just stick your hand in this blind box that was like covered in maybe this kind of fabric, but kind of fuzzy. You just stick your hand in and you kind of grab a random pack. So it was almost like a mystery box. Like a, it was like really a goodie cool.
0: bag? Yeah. 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 Uh, What's the next big project for Hayley Boros?
1: Ooh, uh, I'm hoping to have a um, 24-page comic done in time for Emerald City about uh, these two wives who go on adventures. It's based in this sort of fantasy world. There's, like, little plant monsters everywhere, friendly monsters, and the two of them just cooperate and uh, just... Be a married couple and living life together, like navigating their own adventure together. And then at the end, they just come and uh, relax in their beautiful house. That sounds nice. Yeah, it's a very kind, very kind, loving adventure. You've written that already? Uh, My table mate for Emerald City, she's the writer. So uh, she's doing some edits right now. And uh, I'm going to be working on some inks soon, too. So fingers crossed that gets done in time because... Emerald City is pretty Pretty keep, soon.
0: Keep your eye out for that one.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, thanks so much for coming and talking to me today, Haley. Yeah, Sarah, absolutely. Uh, anything else you'd like to plug before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I will plug my website where you can find me on the internet. My website is haleyboros.com, H-A-L-E-Y-B-O-R-O-S.com. Where you can find all my artwork comics illustrations and link to my patreon as well where you can see my work early for a little tiny nominal fee whatever you'd like but all my artwork is also on the socials too twitter and instagram
0: great well we'll link that uh down in the show notes cool thanks for listening to van x van you can find me on twitter at Doug vandelay and the show at van x van Cast. if you enjoyed the show please consider leaving us a review on Podchaser or iTunes. It's the best way for us to grow at no cost to you. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cavegoblins. I'm Doug Vandalay. See you next time. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.